You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. Hello, this is Bob Hunt of Zion's Hope Ministries located uh, in Winter Garden, Florida. I join you again uh, uh, on these sessions of past, present, or future concerning Daniel 9, 24, 27. Over the first three sessions, this is session four, we have been studying Daniel's amazing prophecy that he was given to him in chapter 9, verses 24, 27. Uh, in this passage, we find the key and foundation for many of our eschatological prophecies. How we interpret this section will determine whether we see all the events described by Daniel as occurring in our past or whether some of the events are still yet to come. The symbolist views these verses in a symbolic or spiritual and theological manner. This timeline, therefore, is never intended to be taken literally, and therefore, the events, though real events in times past, represent theological movements as the Jewish people and the Gentiles become one people group waiting the return of Jesus Christ. The literalist, on the other hand, sees no reason to interpret these verses other than literally. Reasonable explanations were presented in the first three sessions to maintain a timeline of 490 literal years. The events of verses 925 and 926 happened in real time with proven historical dates. Therefore, the final seven years of verse 27 are also expected to be a literal seven-year period in the future. It is here in verse 27 where the symbolist and the literalist go in two completely, direct, two completely different directions. The symbolist points to the past and the literalist looks to the future. Well, now let's examine in detail Daniel 9.27, but let's begin in 9.24 and get the context for this passage. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command, to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there shall be seven weeks and sixty-two weeks. The street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublesome times. And after the sixty-two weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the Prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood, until the end of the war desolations are determined." Now our key verse for today. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. But in the middle of the week, he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abomination shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. Well, let's begin by looking at the symbolist interpretation of this verse. In the last session, see session three, the symbolist determined that verse 26 covered the time from about 30 AD to the return of Jesus Christ, thus completing 
Daniel's 70 weeks, but in a symbolic and theological way. For a symbolist, the 490 years are not literal years, but a span of period of time of now, which would be more than 2,500 years. If the 70 weeks were concluded in verse 26 then, what do we do with verse 27? In a nutshell, verse 27 describes the same events outlined in verse 26, yet providing more detail. In other words, filling it out more. The symbolists will often refer to verse 27 using the English Standard Version, which starts with, and he shall make a strong covenant with many for one week. The word and tends to leave open the idea that verse 26 and verse 27 are connected, but not necessarily in a chronological way. This supports their teaching that verse 27 describes the events of verse 26. However, the word and and the word then can both be used for chronological descriptions. Well, who is the he of verse 27? He confirmed. The symbolist sees the he with a capital H as referring to Jesus Christ and the covenant confirmed as the new covenant spoken of by Jesus in Matthew 26 verses 27 and 28. It reads as follows, and he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink from it all of you. But this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Very familiar verse to most of us. This new covenant was symbolized at what we call the Lord's Supper. And the cross paid the price for our sins. This new covenant is between man and God, whereas the old sacrificial system instituted at Mount Sinai is replaced with the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Jesus' work on the cross may be the apex of all biblical events in scripture. We have to ask, is this what Daniel was writing about? Let's continue. The one week was not intended to be liberal, literal according to symbolists, but representative of the new covenant period of time where the Jewish believers and Gentile believers were merged into one people group called the New Israel. Well, this concept of a new Israel or replacement was debunked in session three, so I would refer you to that. For symbolists, the Old Testament covenant ended with the cross and sacrifice was taken away with the destruction of the temple in 70 AD, or as they would say, in the middle of the week. Thus, the sacrificial system for sin is over. The middle of the week divides the week into two portions. The first part was 40 years long, which would be from 30 AD, the cross, until 70 AD when the temple was destroyed. And theologically represents a time when the gospel was preached to the Jew first, then to the Gentiles. That leaves the second part of the middle week. The second part started in 70 AD when the temple was destroyed and continues until Jesus returns. The gospel then is now proclaimed until the fullness of the Gentiles has been met and is completed at Jesus' return. Again, literal years are ignored while symbolic and theological concepts are inserted. Now this sounds like a very compelling argument, but is it correct? Is this the most reasonable interpretation of this passage? Would Daniel have understood these verses in this manner? After all, he was given knowledge and understanding according to Daniel 1.17. Well, let's hear how the literalist responds and interprets this possession. First off, 
The Lillerist rejects the notion that this 70th week is merely symbolic and covers a period of time that now covers almost 2,000 years. It has been found reasonable that the first 483 years, or 69 weeks of Daniel's prophecy, were literal years. We covered that in prior sessions. Therefore, it is reasonable, if not expected, that the last week, seven years, would also be literal. The verse states that the covenant will be for one week. Well, this appears to be a very exact and determined amount of time. No understanding of time would leave room for almost 2,000 years. The literalist has also established that the final seven years is still in our future, and again, refer to session three. Secondly, beginning in verse 25, it is obvious that it is, this is a sequential and chronological order of events. Therefore, it is best to see verse 27 as next in a line of events. New King James Version has translated this verse with clarity. When it starts the sentence with the word then, to say verse 27 describes the same events as verse 26. It's to make a change to the way Daniel had been writing. There's no need for that. But this change is necessary for the symbolist. If the 70th week follows after the destruction of the temple, then this would create a problem for the symbolist. This would mean the temple would be destroyed after the 69th week, verse 26, but before the 70th week, verse 27, which is exactly what the literalist is stating. Next, the symbolist has connected the confirmer of the covenant to Jesus Christ, the Messiah. But in doing this, they have skipped by the nearest referent, meaning the prince who is to come, of verse 26. Many believe the prince who is to come is the Roman general Titus. I'd like you to take a look at how verse 27 ends. And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation, which is determined, is poured out on the desolate. This is describing an individual one who makes desolate, who is creating the worst of abominations and is desecrating to the fullest extent until he is destroyed. That is what is meant by the consummation poured out on the one who makes desolate. Daniel in chapter 11, verses 31 through 39, he further elaborates on this person who does abominable things, desecrates, and also exalts himself even to the heights of God. These actions are very hard to apply to Titus, and therefore we disregard them. There is someone much worse than him. The literalist would conclude that the prince who is to come is the coming Antichrist. Well, we need to examine the word confirm. This is what he will be doing. The word confirm is gabar in the Hebrew, and it means to make superior, greater, stronger or firmer. In other words, to take something that already exists and make it stronger. Now, did Jesus Christ simply make the Old Testament sacrificial system stronger? Certainly his work on the cross is superior. But is this the best explanation? Jesus Christ came as a fulfillment of the law, making it complete and perfect. The old was a type, a picture of what was to come in the person of Jesus Christ. It is best to see the new covenant as similar in meaning 
but not the old made stronger. The word covenant can also be translated agreement or contract. Perhaps one could make an argument that Jesus entered into an agreement with those who believed in him. However, look at this sentence in verse 27. He shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. The literalist has been making a reasonable case for viewing the week as a seven-year period of time. If this is the case, why would Jesus' new covenant only last seven years? We know that it lasts well beyond those years. Now look at this phrase, but in the middle of the week, in the middle of the week, the word but used by most translators appears to make a change to this confirming of a covenant. The literalist holds that three and a half years into the week, the middle, a change occurs where sacrifice and offering has been stopped. It is likely, if not sure, that Daniel would have been thinking along those lines. It is unlikely he would be looking at a middle that was 40 years after the start. Let's summarize what the literalist has been thinking, his position at this point. There is a he who will strengthen an agreement already in place for seven years, yet three and a half years down the road, he will bring an end to sacrifice and offering. This is the one who makes desolate. By destroying the sacrificial system and the temple, and who himself will be destroyed. Since this does not fit Titus, then we may deduce that there is another who will be this desolator. And if there is an end to sacrifice and offering, then a temple must be reconstructed. Interestingly, and through God's providential working, devout Jews in Jerusalem are planning this very thing. A temple model has been created and many of the things and artifacts necessary to build this temple are being collected. The future may be sooner than we think. In closing session four, we need to consider the reasonableness of both the symbolists and the literalist arguments to date. Is it possible and reasonable to read Daniel 9:24 through 27 in a literal sense with a common natural understanding, or is it necessary to read it in a symbolic, more theological point of view? The literalist ends up seeing a future 70th week that will lead to the end and Christ's return. While the symbolist views this same passage as history with believers today living in the symbolic last half of the 70th week awaiting his coming. The symbolist has one last question. If this is such an important verse in eschatology, then why do we not see this seven year period written about in other passages of scripture? Well, I'd like to cover that and answer it in the final session of past, present, or future next time as we conclude and decide which method of interpretation yields the most reasonable results. Until then, I would point you to the Zion's Hope website, www.zionshope.org, for further teachings in eschatology. And as usual, we need to continue to look up. Jesus returns soon, and I'd encourage you to look around at other people. They need the Lord. Be well, be blessed, and be ready, and have a wonderful day or evening. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. 
We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode.